Good morning everyone. The Bible reading for today comes from Colossians chapter 1 verses 15 to 23 regarding the supremacy of Christ. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his fleshly body through death, so as to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him, provided that you continue securely established and steadfast in the faith, without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. I, Paul, became a servant of this gospel. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. I wonder what you're missing most in this period of COVID-19 restrictions. Football, birthday parties, overseas holidays. And what are you missing most about gathering at church? What I miss most is singing together, joining my voice to lots of people around me, all praising God. Singing has been an important part of the life of the people of God since the beginning. Miriam and Moses led the people in singing when Israel had crossed the Red Sea. The Psalms were used in worship in the temple. And the Psalms were used by the early Christians too. But they also wrote new songs for their worship, songs about Jesus. We have what are thought to be fragments of these early hymns in a few places in the New Testament. And one of them, is in our reading for this morning from Colossians. Although it's not set out like a poem or a song in our English Bibles, we can see some clues to its poetic nature in the rhythm of the phrases and the repetition of certain key words. The sun is the firstborn over all creation and the firstborn from among the dead. And in him, all things were created. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. All of God's fullness dwells in him, and through him God reconciles to himself all things. Pretty comprehensive. No wonder this passage is headed the supremacy of the Son of God. No wonder it has been called the most concentrated description of the glories of Jesus 
in the New Testament. Last week, Joshua talked about the things that Paul prayed for the Colossians. And Paul finishes that section by reminding them that they have been rescued from the dominion of darkness and brought into the kingdom of the sun. But who exactly is this sun? It seems there were some strange ideas, some fake news going around in the Colossian church about who Jesus was. Some were saying that he wasn't actually God, but more like a super angel. Paul wants to make it crystal clear who Jesus is. So let's unpack this early hymn a bit more. First, he says, the sun is the image of the invisible God. Now, we think we know what an image is, a photograph, perhaps a computer-generated image. Paul knew nothing of such things. For him, an image, an icon, was a drawing or an engraving. The most common example was the image of the emperor on the Roman coins. But how can there be an image of something invisible, like God? Is it like this image that I'm sure you all recognise? We can make an image of something that is invisible to the human eye because it is too small or because it is too far away, like this nebula. But God isn't like that. He's not invisible because he's too small or too far away. We couldn't see him with even the most powerful microscope or telescope because he is immaterial. He's not made of the stuff that reflects light waves or any other kind of electromagnetic wave. So if we're going to be able to see an image of God, God is going to have to do something very amazing to make the invisible become visible. And that's just what he has done. As the Gospel of John puts it, no one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Jesus himself said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. But there is much more to the Son, Jesus, as the image of God than just being seen with the eyes, a physical appearance. After all, human beings are created in the image of God, though because of sin we are very blurry images. But the image of God doesn't imply we are like photographs or drawings of God. It says something not about our appearance, but about our nature. In Jesus, God not only becomes visible, he becomes audible and tangible and knowable. In fact, he becomes a human being like us. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So, like us, and yet not like us. He is not an imperfect image, as we are, but a perfect one. 
As the writer to the Hebrews says, the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. A few years ago, our son Nash recorded a vox pop with Swinburne students. And he asked them the question, what is God like? Well, there are a whole lot of different answers from nothing to a power and God is love. I got more and more irritated as I watched. Even the Christian students were giving these vague, abstract answers. I was practically jumping up and down. Why didn't someone just say, what is God like? He's like Jesus. That is what is meant by saying that the Son is the image of the invisible God. If we want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Look at his life, his teaching, his actions. They tell us exactly what God is like. We don't need to speculate, imagine, or philosophize about what God is like. He has revealed his very being to us perfectly in the Son, Jesus Christ. Next, Paul goes on to describe the role of the Son in both creation and new creation. He is the firstborn in both. Note, he is not the firstborn of creation, as if he was simply the first of all beings to be created which seems to be what some were mistakenly teaching in Colossae. No, the, the term firstborn here indicates his authority. Just as in ancient cultures and still in some places today, the firstborn son inherits the authority as well as the possessions of his father. So the son is not part of creation, a creature like an angel, he is the firstborn over all creation, as the next sentence says. In fact, everything, all things that were created, were created in him. To emphasize that he means all things, Paul drives home the point, just as we would say from top to toe to mean the whole body. He says, in heaven and on earth, visible, and invisible. Everything is included. We've already noted the repetition of the phrase all things. Even the spiritual powers are included. These are probably what is meant by thrones, powers, rulers and authorities. Even these powers that were of so much interest to some of the Colossians, they are all created through him and for him. The Son is not just one of these created powers. He is the very agent through whom they were all created. And they were not just created through him, they were created for him. What does this mean? Generally, it's understood to mean that Christ is not only the agent of creation, he is also the goal of creation. All of human history, indeed all of the cosmos, is moving toward the time when the kingdom of the sun will be established. 
when Jesus is declared Lord of all. John Piper puts it this way, nothing in the universe exists for its own sake. From the bottom of the oceans to the top of the mountains, from the smallest particle to the greatest star, from the ugliest cockroach to the most beautiful woman, from the greatest saint to the most wicked genocidal dictator, nothing in the universe exists for its own sake but to make the greatness of Christ known. And if that were not enough, Paul says, the sun is not only the beginning and end of creation. In the meantime, right now, he is the one in whom it all holds together. Or as the writer to the Hebrews says, he sustains all things by his powerful word. Have you ever wondered what holds the universe together? Southern Baptist preacher Al Mohler says, how do you trust that chair you're sitting on? That it doesn't just fly apart into non-existence, or you, for that matter, fly apart into non-existence. Something's holding everything together, but what? Modern physics is looking to answer this question. There is a theory of general relativity and quantum field theory, but physicists are still looking for what Stephen Hawking called a theory of everything. Whatever answer physics discovers, in this text we have a theological answer. The something that is holding all things together is a someone, Jesus Christ. Just think about that for a moment that we owe our continued existence day by day, breath by breath, heartbeat by heartbeat, to Christ who holds the whole universe together. Now we come to the second part of this ancient song. Jesus Christ, the Son, as the agent of God's recreation. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. That is, he was raised from the dead. And because he was raised first, we can be confident that we will also be raised. And his resurrection demonstrates that in everything, he might have supremacy. He has defeated even sin and death. In case we still haven't got the point, Paul goes on, God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. This takes us back to what we said earlier. If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Listen to him. You don't need any other spiritual beings, whether angels or saints. Jesus is enough. For the Colossian readers, it seems Paul is addressing the false idea that some of them had, that there were a number of spiritual powers who acted as intermediaries between God and humanity, and that Jesus was just the greatest of these powers. Paul flatly contradicts this idea. He says the totality of God's essence and power are in Christ. 
He is the one, all-sufficient intermediary between God and humanity. They didn't need, and we don't need, any other spiritual force or power or technique. Like the Colossians, we might start with Christ and then move on to other things to be really spiritual. We might think we need to supplement Jesus with some secret, some special way of praying, some religious ritual or discipline. But this text says clearly, no, Jesus is enough. And just as Jesus the Son is the agent in the creation of all things, he is the agent of reconciliation of all things to God. The world is not broken beyond repair. Not just humanity, but the whole cosmos will be reconciled. No longer in rebellion and hostility toward God, but restored and at peace with him. And that peace is achieved by Jesus' death and resurrection. Paul concludes by reminding his readers that they too have been reconciled. But there is a subtle warning. If they continue in their faith and do not move from the gospel they first heard. Some of them were in danger of moving from this gospel, of believing that Jesus was not the image of the invisible God in whom all the fullness of God dwelt. They thought he might be just one of many created spiritual beings rather than the one who created and reconciled all things and who holds all things together. That was not the true message of the gospel. So Paul uses this early Christian hymn to put the whole gospel, the amazing reality of who Jesus is, in a nutshell. And this is the gospel we are to believe. As far as I know, there is no traditional hymn or contemporary worship song in our repertoire based on this ancient hymn. But I did find a version of it set to music. We're going to listen to it now as a meditation. And at the end, if this is what you believe, say, Amen. Amen.